guys, welcome to episode five of Did You Know Financials. I'm your host, Danielle Johnson, and this episode is called Pregnant and Promoted. And in this episode, I'll just be discussing certain things that I considered before taking um, a new promotion. So first off, I just want to say I'm proud of the progress we have made as a world. Did you know back in the day, once an employer found out um, a woman was pregnant, she would be fired. Um, this has really happened in a lot of professions like flight attendants, waiters, and things like that. It wasn't until the Pregnancy Discrimination Act of 1978 that this was considered illegal. Sadly, this is still happening now. You can just Google pregnancy discrimination and you'll see just current stories. Employers definitely still view pregnancy as an inconvenience when in fact it's truly a blessing and an honor from God. Your career doesn't have to end just because you're pregnant unless you choose to, unless you decide you don't want to be in the work for us anymore. So I decided to take this promotion due to inflation. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, the price of everything is just, it's just crazy right now how everything's going up left and right. So definitely account for just your income. You want to get that in- inflated as well. This is really just crazy. Now is definitely the time to inquire about a raise, seek a promotion, uh, change careers. Uh, and yeah, PS, tech is the future. <laughs> Switching responsibilities and titles while pregnant was definitely not an easy uh, task or an easy decision I had to come to. I had to weigh all my pros and cons. And really, nobody wants to be that new person at work that just comes um, and <laughs> a few months later you have to go out. Because you know how work goes and work gossip and nonsense like that. It's crazy because men really don't have to deal with this. But I'm definitely thankful that my pregnancies have been smooth. And I'm not the type of person to stress over things I can't control. And I try my best to just leave work at work. I also really enjoy just learning new things and new skills. And the reality is just motherhood has already taught me how easy it is, you know, to learn something and just get a hang of it. Like just try pushing out a baby and just breastfeeding for a year. It's really not easy, but it's very empowering. It literally makes you feel as if you're able to do anything. So here's a couple of things that I considered before making a decision. Most importantly, it's a promotion with my current employer, so my health benefits and maternity benefits would not be interrupted. This is very, very important because to qualify for like FMLA, there's a minimum requirement to work with your employer for 12 months and a total of 1,250 hours. So definitely if you're you're thinking about it or anybody you know is thinking about it, that's something to consider um, if they'll be qualified for benefits. Also, I work for government, so there's currently a hiring freeze and this just getting this promotion was already hard and just getting it approved. So I know if I didn't accept this opportunity now, it probably would not come again. I'm not really a fan of all the bureaucracy, but this pays my bills, so I can't really complain. Another factor was I'll be vested in a few months. Um, For some of you that may not know, this means I'll get a pension and health insurance for life for my spouse and I. Uh, I've been with my employer for almost 10 years, so this is just the benefit that it comes with. And I plan, like within the next five years or so, to just leave um, government as a whole. And definitely earning a higher income right now would definitely help earning a higher pension long term. I also negotiated a higher salary than advertised, and I was able to get a 20% bump. This doesn't really happen often in government, um, for those of you that don't know. But yes, definitely continue. If you're searching for a job, negotiate your income based on, um, I'm sorry, negotiate your salary based on your experience. Um, also, just the current rate 
in your area and um, just definitely compare the salaries. Also, this opportunity will allow me to build my resume in tech and um, finance. So I'm basically just overseeing the build of an app and a modernization plan. So I'm really excited to see where this takes me in the future. Excuse me, guys, I have allergies, so <laughs> I'm definitely just sniffling. <laughs> Um, one of the biggest considerations for me was income, but I'm not talking about just this raise. I'm talking about my new buying power. My goal is to use my nine to five income to purchase more passive income. Some of you may know my husband and I invest in real estate. Uh, I definitely want to share more about investing in real estate in a future episode. One of the most overlooked parameters in qualifying for a mortgage is debt to income ratio. Uh, basically, to calculate your debt-to-income ratio, you add all your monthly debts and you divide it by your total gross household income. And again, this is for who's on the mortgage. So if it's just you, so it's your total monthly debts divided by your total household income. Basically, lenders don't want to give mortgages to people they feel as if it's over leveraged. Um, I just want to give you an example of how to calculate your, um, this is also called DTI, your debt-to-income ratio. So if your household income is $3,000 and you have expenses of $900, you divide 900 by 3,000 to get to 0 0.30, then you multiply that by 100, which gets you to 30. This means your debt-to-income ratio is 30%. The reality, the lower your debt-to-income ratio is, the better. 20, 30% is ideal, but again, this depends on the loan you're qualifying for. For example, there's other loans like uh, VA loans, uh, USDA loans, um, FHA loans, conventional loans. It all depends on the loan. It all depends on the lender. This literally could vary, but again, it's really important to just um, keep your debt to income ratio down, especially if you're shopping for a mortgage. So many people overlook this. Uh, it's very, very crucial to your employer. Of course, income, down payment, and a good FICO score is important, but you your debt to income really can make or break you getting a loan. And this is why you always hear people say, do not apply for new credit. Basically, especially like in the purchasing phase, like when you're applying for a mortgage um, and things like that, because this will increase your debt to income ratio because the amount of debt you had or you just took on also increase. Um, and that this really could disqualify you from qualifying for a mortgage. So I also invest in out-of-state real estate. Um, so this is considered non-owner occupied. So when we purchase this, we, we use conventional loans, which is also considered an investment loan because we don't live in a property. The goal is to rent out the properties and just generate income. Again, since this is it's more considered like a business thing for um, just lenders, this requires just a minimum of 25% down, closing costs, reserves, et cetera. And just using these loans, you're not even able to um, get any kind of gift money or anything like that. But again, I'll go into this further in a different episode. I also mentioned previously just like trying to avoid consumer debt, like credit card debt, auto loans, personal loans, things like that, because all of this <laughs> affects your DTI, literally, especially if your goal is to like purchase property, investment properties. Um, they have definitely stricter requirements than uh, any other loan type um investment also just commercial but it's like the same thing 20 25 percent down um definitely stricter parameters and things like that but yes earning more monthly income will help lower your debt to income ratio with the prices of real estate just on the rise and just increase requirements again this will also increase just the down payment so more income would just allow us to hit our goals just quicker also the fun fact guys if you move into another state another job and you have a promotion job offer in writing and just an agreement 
and a date from yourself and your employer, you could use that new income to qualify for a new mortgage. First thing I did with my offer letter, I sent it to my mortgage broker because uh, we've been act- actively looking for deals, but the market is so crazy right now, guys, um, and we don't play those bidding war games, not on investment properties. Anywho, this new income also increased my buying power and lowers my debt to income. Now I'm able to give more, tide more, invest more also while spending (laughs) trying to spend less lifestyle creep is real and um definitely want to just stay focused on just my long-term goals so i try to continue the same things i'm doing bringing my lunch to work um just avoiding like random expenses things like that it's really important to understand that you don't really have to choose between your work your goals over your family especially as a woman but most women just feel more fulfilled just achieving both their goals their um career goals and motherhood goals at the same time your goals really could work hand in hand um long term um just making this this decision i know it will benefit my family but as i even mentioned earlier just being able to use you know just the skills also the income from everything that i'm learning and receiving from this new job and taking that and being able to use that somewhere else in the future so that's ultimately the goal i'm always trying to think long term for my family so i hope this episode helps you guys um Um, And let me know if you have any questions. Thank you again for tuning in.